Well, I feel like we got all of our good material out before we hit record. I mean, that kind of feels like our thing now. Um, right. And and now, so I think we should just retitle this show The Cold Open After Show. The, yeah. So, like, y- there is a show, but you can't find it. Like, right. you can't figure out where it came from. Yeah. Only two people have ever heard that show, and one of them is me. Yeah. It's sort of like The Walking Dead. Nobody actually watches it. <laughs> They just watch The Talking Dead afterwards. You know, honestly, The Talking Dead could just be making up half of it, right? Like, what right. if... Who would know? No one's right. actually watching. Okay, that's our next podcast. It's going to be like this uncovering <laughs> of The Talking Dead conspiracy. We make a post show for a show we didn't watch. We make a... We make... <laughs> We make a response a bachelor, show. A Bachelor Nation response show, but we don't watch The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, yeah, The Tall Guy. The worst... Brad? Oh my god, Brad. <laughs> because you know, you know it's a fucking Brad! <laughs> There's gotta be a Brad. I'm going to do this in like elevator elevator pitch style, right? So I caught you on the elevator, okay? Okay, no, so like literally for reals though, we're on an elevator. Yes. Like that's the scenario. Yeah, we're on Point an elevator. View, and POV, we're on an elevator. Interior, day, elevator. <laughs> um, so, man, wearing these masks are, are crazy, right? Like we're in this pandemic. It's just, it's wild. Oh, actually, let me get in character. Man, wearing these masks is just crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Like, you know. Oh, so we're like, we're and I'm oh, I'm staring at you because I'm terrified you're going to give me coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, you think that's I'm my about, point of view. You think I'm I'm about to like uh, molecule you? You know, you right. think you think that like, oh, suddenly um, I'm I'm infectious. Right, right. Your your enthusiasm is infectious, and also your <laughs> actual body is infectious. <laughs> I was like, man, it's going to go viral though. Catch this. Um, <laughs> Catch this. So, so these masks, like crazy, right? It's you. You probably have phone calls all the time, man. I, I can't ever. I'm never heard. Check this out, though. I have this idea. Like, I call it maskrophone. Okay, <laughs> and you're wearing a mask, and your voice sounds all muffled when you're on the phone. Man, I'm, I'm gonna make this. It's the first and only Bluetooth connected N95 smart mask with integrated microphone, right? And we're already working on our second version. So we, of course, we got our first version uh, um, up on 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 uh, crowd sharing, and so like people are. It's on WeFunder. Uh, it's on We. It's on WeFunder. Um, we're you know eighty eight percent funded already. We're gonna add an oxygen meter. Um, we we've even got our our lead developer, who is also my co founder. We got him working on on turn by turn walking directions given through <laughs> haptic touch feedback on your cheeks. Right, so you're like, imagine you're walking down the sidewalk and you don't know which way to turn until suddenly it just like it kind of just, just on your right, on the right side of your face, right? How cool is that, man? And uh, you know, the next version, of course, is like for joggers, for runners, you you need a a much stronger haptic feedback, so it just kind of slaps you, just just slaps you on the right side. It's of the slaptic cheek. feedback. Slaptic feedback. <laughs> And you just go. It bings somebody it. nearby. It gives them a push notification, <laughs> alerting them they need to slap you. <laughs> no, go there. It's a, 
Bluetooth connected, and then we even have like little earbuds that connect to the the ear straps. So it uses the the vibrations from those ear straps that go behind your ears. Okay, here's my. I know you're still pitching. Here's Mm -hmm. my concern Mm -hmm. with this. And this is when I like reach over. I hit the emergency stop on the elevator. My Um, concern with this is I'm I'm fairly certain, based on my knowledge of humanity, this has already been pitched. Like we we made a big joke about hey we're gonna right. pitch stuff that's already been done. I'll but I'll I'm bet. actually concerned that this exists. I bet we could find it. Yeah, I'm concerned that someone has made an N95 mask with earbuds connected. Right. I feel like I might be too late for this joke. Yeah, I think that the problem is that like tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, so I mean, you but heard what it here a fucker, first, right? What a what a fucking what <laughs> oh a fucking. God. A misanthrope who's like, well, I'm going to bet on a future in which yep. we're, ma- we're wearing N95 masks the rest of our lives. Or even just shorting the future of saying like, uh, you know. <laughs> shorting the future? It just, <laughs> I'm going to get in now while I can before everyone dies. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are NASDAQ futures. They're <laughs> shorting the NASDAQ. And then there's actually shorting shorting the future future. and ignoring the NASDAQ. You're just (laughs) shorting the actual future. You're betting on things that just make the world worse. The world will end and I'm going to get it there faster. Uh, Armageddon, a great deal. The the added health benefit of Mascrophone is that... um, when you wear something so ridiculous, you'll be loathed by society, thus mm-hmm. having no problem staying six feet away from everyone else. Yeah, it'll be like, uh, you know, turns out the best way to maintain social distancing was to own Google Glass and still yeah, be using exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're still using Google Glass, you don't... People will stay out of line of sight of you. Yeah, they'll like deny it's, it's knowing more. you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they'll pretend they never met you or don't know who you are. Oh uh, no, you're here. doctor, I am not next of kin. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know this. I don't know this great nerd. Yeah, I think that the overlooked usage of Google Glass was for wedding photographers who wanted to creep out wedding photographers at the wedding that were that like uh, that were actually uncles first. Right? Yeah, They're, it's yeah. like if you it's a but the trigger for the it's a it's tied to some somatic senses and uh, when you smile awkwardly it, it snaps a photo. <laughs> but it's it's for the uncles that are invited to the wedding by the brides who know that the uncles would show up with an iPad attempting right. to yeah video to hold it up the, in the entire thing. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like when I, I remember giving a pitch at TechStars. You you were running my slide, so you mm-hmm. didn't see this. Mm-hmm. I gave a ticket uh, a pitch at TechStars, and like somebody held up an iPad and snapped a photo, oh and it's God. like this is what is wrong with the world. Yep. I'm here asking. I'm here asking for millions of dollars <laughs> to build a world-changing technology, and you're taking a fucking picture of my slides with an iPad. With an iPad, that's insulting. I I laugh every time that I see someone t- snapping a photo with an iPad. It's even funnier when they're trying to do a selfie with an iPad. Um, I saw that on an airplane. <laughs> but every time, every time I want them to take a picture with the iPad, I want them to take a picture with the iPad, but then they actually like capture the whole scene, <laughs> yeah. like literally, and just pick up all of us and just carry us away with them. Just like, oh, okay, well, well, this is me now. now. You're mine. Yep, you yeah. belong to me. Yeah, it's like I mean that was the fear originally that cameras when when you would they, get your picture taken, your it would steal your soul. And yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, you you did it. You made the best camera. 
I think I'm actually fairly certain that that is an apocryphal way to insult indigenous Americans. And that really, like, just some white dude thought of that and was so embarrassed of it Mm -hmm. that he tried to pin it on somebody who'd been here first. (laughs) That is on brand for white people. (laughs) It's, It's things white people do. Man, the white people brand is like really fucked up. Real bad. Like it's. I mean, like yeah, like yeah, it's real bad. The problem is we've 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 proliferated too much. Uh We we're in too many markets. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have like solid brand like sort of strategy behind us. But we keep trying to do brand refreshes, which oh right, just like I mean. Sure, change your font all you want, you know, but it's it's still the same core values, right? Like it's that's right. bad news. Yeah. It's like there's no coming back from white. I think is the <laughs> is the real like yeah. It's like, yeah at that point, which you, is why these people are like I'm not I'm not I mean white. white. I mean I'm not I mean, white. I'm white. I'm See, but that's not the like, that's I'm not the like other white people. They've created other brands to cover for the bad brand of. Oh, I'm not white. white. I'm goth. Right. Oh, I was yeah. thinking like. 23 and me they created entire <laughs> industries to no, I'm, just i'm not white i'm, I'm eastern european I'm, I'm not white i'm 43 percent white and then 51 percent white and then yeah and, and then i've got like you know a, a good like six percent of something else that is undefined right. so there's yeah a i had just enough native american to get a scholarship <laughs> and that was Man. that was all i needed So uh, you're in Chicago. I'm, uh, or I'm in Chicago. You, you've been in Chicago. I think when you were yeah, here, yeah. Actually, I had so much to drink today that I had to think for a second when you said that I was in Chicago. You, and I thought, wait, am I? You, you've had am you've had I enough in Chicago? To, drink to question if you're in Chicago, but you haven't right. had enough to smoke to actually like get to Chicago without knowing. Right. I haven't been astral projecting to Chicago. <laughs> uh, so you're right here, uh, standing next to me, and. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> what? But like, w- I think while we were here, there was like a co- coyote problem in Chicago, where coyotes were like roaming the streets of Chicago, and uh, like an actual. I don't problem. remember anything about oh, yeah. this. There was yeah. a coyote problem. Yeah, at night, like coyotes would like roam the streets, and they got really aggressive, and they would like lure dogs out into the woods to kill the dogs. Right, and that's like evil. That's like yeah. That's, that's like that's some that's right. some like vampire shit. That's really bad. But their brand is not as bad as white people because <laughs> because coyotes went from being a nuisance to being evil in that moment. But they kill rats, right? So right, they do something good. They for do society. something good, and yeah. But then I started thinking like, well, wait a minute. Coyotes are killing rats. Wasn't that like? the cat's whole thing cats right right that was like that was their whole brand and like they they approached us it was like okay check it out human you agree to never put a leash on me right i don't Mm -hmm. i don't like Mm -hmm. you don't take me for walks i walk right and Right. right and in return I'll kill all your rodents. And here, I brought one as a gift. Right? That's that's like the cat's yeah, whole here. thing. This is but a I brought you also a bird. They they started getting lazy. And now the, I think they're saying they have the rodents under control, but I think they're just paying them off, right? There's like this whole thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the coyotes are out here getting real results and showing up with data, but also <laughs> killing dogs. So, you know, what I, the the reason I'm saying this 
I think the moral of this whole story is that there's just no perfect business plan. <laughs> you know, I was wondering where you were going with that. And then I, I, I think, realized you know, right there at the end, I was like, okay, we got coyotes, coyotes can turn we their got brand cats. around. The cat sort of like right. appeared partway through the story. <laughs> and I was concerned like, oh, no. Like this is like a this is like a like a right wing conspiracy theory, where like like different like demons keep appearing, and I'm not sure why the <laughs> demons are here, or what they have to do with what we're talking about. Now demons just, only like a, appear inside of right wing conspiracy theories when when faced with science. And suddenly right, it's just like, oh, right. shit, we got to... And, like, the, and the demons are like, well, I mean, if I look through the data here, it seems like a I consistent... Mean, it seems like a consistent look, trend line. All, it all seems I like see should, is every should, time, it, every time in, in the past, it's been witches. So, right, it's, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's, and, it and seems like And we proved that because... I mean, masks they, are... They the demon's wearing a mask. It's like the masks mm-hmm. are effective. I mean, the data is very clear on that. Right. Look at who else wears masks, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> villains on the television and anyone in the winter. But, you know, that's because it's cold. So, <laughs> so ignore that. Um, but, you know, they, they also are getting low oxygen, obviously, in the winter. Right. Yeah, just you know, ignore the uh, ignore the ignore the demons. I think is what the, the ignore the demons, ignore the demons, embrace the and coyotes. Put a microphone in your mask. Uh yes, maskerphone, maskerphone. Oh, I get it. This was all a part of your elevator pitch. Oh yeah, we've been in the elevator this whole time. <laughs> you're you're actually like you, you have now curled I'm up horrified. In, a, in a ball. You're trying I'm to get signal absolutely horrified, your phone, and I have just I'm, been ranting about coyotes. Yeah. This whole time, sweating. I've you actually what? I, taken I've off all of my clothes. I've met these people in Chicago, actually. <laughs> I, was, I recall meeting this particular kind of person in Chicago when I was there. And scene. Okay, now and I'm done with my scene. pitch. Right. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. Maskrophone. Keep the demons at bay. Suddenly, I, I check my phone. I'm like, oh, we're 92% funded. <laughs> It's like that's the worst part is that people with the worst pitches can still get funded. Oh my god. It it always it hurts so bad. I I I do a lot of like consulting on on like pitch decks and and investor like investor pitches and I've seen some really like amazing businesses with really great traction, good data, a great story, but like the worst storytelling and and design (laughs) and then on the other side i'll see like these examples uh i haven't worked with any of these companies thank god but i'll see these really beautiful decks but like you dig into that just one layer and it's like the fuck are you trying to sell (laughs) like this is it's like i still you know i've made it through the deck i still have no idea what it is you're selling what are you what are you making and I mean, there are some legendary stories about like founders that'll go off and pitch on their own name, pitch on the team, and get like you know twenty million dollars, and they don't know what they're going to build, but it turns right, out being right, yeah, yeah. you know amazing. It's like but their then, pitch is just like they point at themselves with both hands, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They shrug mm-hmm. a little bit, and then and then checks mm. just you know start raining down. Yeah, but like yeah. if I tried that. I, you know, I I might get like fifty. You'd be bucks. escorted out of the of the room. I might get fifty bucks in exchange for me promising never to return. Yeah, I'll you know? give you. I'll 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 give you hundred bucks on a safe note. 
with a with a ten million cap. Just and you to, can take my used three D printer. Just go and make yeah, something just, and get out of here. <laughs> I'd take all that energy and I'd make like something so so useless, like a like a um, like a cup holder that is a five axis gimbal, so you can open doorknobs without spilling your drink. <laughs> Because, you know, you're holding your drink and you got to open up a door and you're – and, of course, in your other hand is another drink. Don't and you hate when you've got to open up a door but you're holding a drink? Was this was this made by <laughs> Levi, the VC associate? <laughs> that guy – that guy? Fuck that guy. He pinned me in an elevator for three hours. <laughs> this is, I think he works for the firm in this building. I don't even know why he was here. No, man. I, I think he lives in that elevator. <laughs> I think he sleeps there. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Pitch me. All right, I got one for you. I got one for you. Are you ready for this? I'm thinking a lot about uh, sort of the phrase that that niches get riches, right? The <laughs> idea that that a more a more uh-huh. specific, yes. you know, you want to find a real specific market. You know, you find something yeah. small because it's probably overlooked. Mm-hmm. So you want to find groups of of consumers of of the populace that are overlooked and aren't getting enough attention from the market at right, large right so i thought gnomes obviously uh-huh so oh, man so i mean when you i don't know if you're aware when of you this, say it out loud uh, it's obvious right 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 but like i'm the first one to do this mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. it's critical but like mm-hmm. gnomes are a beloved sort of mythical creature and so uh i don't know if you know this but there's lots of people um write about gnomes they love gnomes they form gnome communities right uh they're they're gnome fanciers if mm-hmm. you want to call it that mm-hmm. but they uh but they they can't get they, they sort of get ridiculed yeah yeah in normal conversation mm-hmm. for that and there's no safe space for people who love gnomes is what i'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. there's no safe space for people who love gnomes and so uh i was thinking about what could we create that would make it uh, the world, the internet specifically, a safer place for people who just want to be a part of gnome culture, right? And want to sort of live that gnome dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Introducing gnome diplume. <laughs> With gnome diplume, you get your own personal pseudonym or pseudonome, TM patent no. pending. That you can use to keep your identity secret while writing about everyone's favorite diminutive magical creatures. Wow. But you know what's even better for the world than online anonymity? Social networking. <laughs> That's why we've also launched our own private social network called No Man is an Island. <laughs> TM patent pending. But don't worry, using the power of the blockchain, we guarantee that only people using a gnome de plume will ever be able to tell that you have a secret gnome fetish. Oh my god. We call this proprietary technology it takes one to gnome one. No, stop. TM patent pending. So have no fear, gnome lover. Use your gnome de plume to write your gnome fiction, your gnome nonfiction, or even your non-gnome gnome nonfiction. The possibilities are endless with Gnome Diplume. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what you're really doing there is you're 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 gnomalizing gnomes. <laughs> are you a dad? And we just don't know. Like, because that's some that's like some deep dad joke shit. <laughs> <laughs>